My name is Yuri Lowenthal. My name is Travis Santel. And you are awaiting. This is a Mad Max Fury Road podcast where we watch four minutes at a time of Mad Max Fury Road and we discuss it till our stomachs fall out of our assholes. <laughs> my stomach just fell out of my asshole like 17 times. It's so good. In four minutes, which felt like 20 minutes. I, I, I looked at you, maybe... You thought I messed up the timer. I thought you had fucked up the I time. Know, I and saw. I, and I looked over and I looked. I saw. I thought we still had 40 seconds left. Yeah. I was... I, I was for sure yeah. that we'd gone like 20 minutes over. Yuri and I are not the best at monitoring the time frame. We're the worst at everything. <laughs> True. I think we've In terms of the realm of podcasting, one must monitor volume levels and time. That's the only two things one must do in a podcast. We have fucked up both of those repeatedly. Of <laughs> but, but but we didn't. But, but but right. But we didn't. We, we we just thought that we had done that. Yeah. This is uh, a good. This is a good one. Wow. This is this is a this is a great one. And I feel like there are already as I was going through, I'm like. Oh, don't forget that. Don't forget, yeah, forget to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. that. You're going to forget, and I've already forgotten all those things. Uh, so we're going to have to... You know what? Because your adrenaline gets pumping so hard, your fight-or-flight reflex kicks in, we're you forget to... to know. Yeah. L- let, me yeah. L- let me just launch into this. Do it. Do because it. I want to say uh, this. this. So this sequence okay. starts with um, Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron kicking the fuck out of each other. Yep. And this... As if this, the chase sequences in the cars weren't brutal and real and non-CG'd enough, this fight scene is fucking real and brutal, and she's yeah. swinging a real wrench at his head yeah. over and over again. This fight scene is so good at the top of this four-minute sequence. Yeah, and I, and I do want to say, I want to, I want to do two things. One is to say, yeah, it's clearly them doing these fights. Yeah. Um, on that note, um, I, I want to give... All the props in the world to the the stunt and oh, fight team. Kill it. Because because let me just say, here's something that a lot of people don't understand. Um, when when actors say, "Oh, I did all my own stunts," that that may or may not be true. Right. And even but even if it is true, even if in every frame you see them doing stunts, it's always them. You've had a stunt team go in, mark it, and mark everything, yeah, yeah. and take all the bruises and the hits to find out what's going to work and what's going to kill you, and what angles and what where the cameras go. But yeah, by the time the actors come in, it's been sorted out, yeah. and all the dangerous, not all the dangerous stuff, but m- much of the dangerousness has uh, passed already. Yeah, which so, is one of the reasons that that this film, you know, there, there deserves to be a stunt, you know, award. Yeah, uh, you know, at, at the Oscars or you know, wherever. I agree with that for sure. Yeah. I mean, that... I know they have their own the Taurus Awards or something like that that is just for stunts, and hopefully this swept or sweeps. And you know, a lot of the the bigger movies, like you know, not to bring up superhero movies again, but this new Civil War movie has a lot of practical stunts in it, yeah. and they could have CGI'd a lot of people, and they just end up end up using practicals. Yeah, all that is beside the point. Right, um, because we're going to see that eventually. Yeah, I guess. And, it's, and we know it's going to be. But did you end up seeing Batman vs Superman? No. You didn't, you know what? I told you, man. I yeah, really feel no, it, it's okay. I because I I saw it because I had to. Right? Did you um, like it? No. Yeah. Um, I liked one thing. There's a there's a one thing in the whole movie. There's a photo of you can Wonder spoil Woman. It. I don't give a I, shit. I, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm not. I don't I'll care never if see I spoil it for everyone else. And <laughs> this isn't even a spoiler if you you know. Uh, there is a uh, um, a photo of Wonder Woman. In with a bunch of World War One soldiers, and it says like 1911, and has the sepia picture of her in World War One. Oh, I wanted to see that movie. That's the best thing in the whole movie. <laughs> the, a still sepia photograph is the best yeah, which thing. Literally, in a major which literally, which cost picture. them like you know like six bucks. Oh, yeah. It's I sad. just sad. again, you know what's very telling? 
since we last discussed that movie coming out. You've seen Star Wars again? <laughs> yes, twice more. <laughs> no, since that we've discussed that, I haven't even thought about that film. Like I said, I honestly, wow. I want to care. I well, don't as it, yeah, care. Apparently it dropped 60% from first week and the second week. Yeah, because no one else fucking cares either. Yeah. Maybe you know, people care. I, I don't I know. Hope, yeah, anyway. I didn't even... Here's the this thing. is not a... Yes. No, no. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get excited. It got so bad that I didn't even see Deadpool, which I think would have been up my oh, alley wow. so hard. Yeah, you, st you should still see Deadpool. I feel Deadpool. like I should, but I think it got caught in the morass of, of things I don't care about. Uh, yeah, which, and, which and, is fair, and you may care about it once you've seen it, but I, yeah, I totally Yeah, and on get paper, that. that's a movie I would love and would care about. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like I got... I got it's an important movie for me. I reason. feel like I got pranked and then, and then sort of molested by Star Wars The Force Awakens, and then... I just got overloaded by the the uh, announcements of the Marvel Universe movies coming out, and I just yeah. thought like I can't deal with it. I'd rather take a warm bath and listen to some music. Right. I um, I get. It. Let's get back to the because this is because I and because we've got a guest coming in uh, later you, that you won't hear today because this is a separate episode. But we have a guest coming and we started late, so he's probably going to show up halfway through, and I'll just tell him to shut up. Yeah. Okay. So um, I, the, the the sequence starts with a brutal, brutal, yeah, brutal we, fight sequence. Yeah, also, again, in in terms of George Miller always cranking and doing character development, this is the first time we see Charlie's Throne, who has one arm. Right. Who has one fucking arm. Beating the shit out of Tom Hardy, Full -on who ass. we have learned is a badass right. from the beginning of the movie. So we're like, oh, who the fuck is this woman? She's really, really dope. Right. And then all of a sudden, Nux comes back from yeah. from the dead, right. basically. Right. And so he's trying to figure out what's happening. So he sees this blood bag fighting the woman he's trying to catch. Watching uh, Nicholas Holt try to figure out what's going on in the scene is awesome to me. Yeah. Because he doesn't know what the fuck is happening. And we don't know as an audience who the allegiances are, really. Right, but he immediately sides with Max. Absolutely. Because, because he goes for that, he goes for the gun, he goes, for, he goes to stop her, you know, he goes to stop from when, when she goes to get the, the yeah. gun that's hidden on the... He trips her with the chain. With the chain. The chain... No, although I think that was, a, I think that was Max using the fact... See, I think here's, you're right. I mean, this is, this is brilliant choreography. Never once do they forget two very important things. That Max is chained to Nox, who is now, it was dead weight until now, but it is now awake, um, and he's still wearing that grill over his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in, in, that, in that beautiful moment where he trips, that's a Max thing. That's Max seeing her going for it. And he yanks the chain. I don't even think You're right. um, You're Nux so right. knows what's going on. You're so right. Yeah. And she goes um, down hard. Yeah. And then she goes to this hidden gun, which is encrusted, which we accidentally stopped on for a second. Um, it's uh, an old sort of um, falling apart skull. Skull motif. Skull yeah, motif like, yeah. in which is hidden a pistol. Yeah. Uh, Great. A Glock. Yeah. It was, it was, it's, it's, it's. And she she knows. I mean, she, it's just so many things that shows she's a badass. She goes for the for the gun. Um, I, wow, now I'm forgetting the exact sequence. Um, but oh, I know it. Yo, do it. She goes for the gun. Yeah, right. Um, uh, she turns to 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 use it. Max slams her up against the tanker. Right. Um, and then I think he does he, it. He ejects. Yeah, the, ejects the car. The the, the, the bullets. The clip. Yeah. But she knows there's still one in the chamber because right. she's already armed it. Right. Um, and then tries to shoot him. Shoots the tanker. It, Keep in mind, this is all happening in the space of about three seconds. Yeah. That's why this sequence feels 20 minutes long, because it is so... T it's like the Bourne movies. It's like a fight scene from the Bourne movies set in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. And you can see everything. And you track it. Yeah. You track everything. And it just... Boom, boom, boom. Anyway, so take, take, take over. So, yeah, so... Uh, Guys, we're excited. He ejects the, right, we're so, so pumped this up. Fight um, and, and he ejects the ejects clip. She's still got one there. And then, of course, the, you know, the gun goes off. They're very good at this in the movie. You get that, that ringing sort of in your ears because yes. it's so loud next to his head. Um, and 
and now you've got Nux in the bat and the the wives. Yeah, are, we have a are lot now, of people now, uh, involved now. Yeah, um, but again, so, because it happened so fast, yeah. I'm trying to track who's with you know, and obviously the allegiances are are less complicated than I'm making them out to be because Nux immediately right. sides with Max. But there are a lot of players in this fight scene and a lot of characters that can come into sort of action and and do things here, which I find very visually stimulating. Right. Um, also, this uh, we, we we continue along the lines of Nux tries to do something awesome and fucks up. God bless he, him. You know, God bless him. This happens so many times. Uh, he he grabs the clip, you know, the, the with yeah. the bullets in it. And he's like, I got it. Yeah. And then the wives swarm <laughs> yeah. him, and he's yeah. it's like, don't got it, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, totally. it's one of those got it, don't got it moments. Uh huh. Uh huh. He's uh, a he's a delightful fuck up that kid. He, he is. And so, so 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 you've got you've got Max getting dragged. He's he's got the, he uses the the door oh. that was that they were sort of chained, you know, to at one point. Um, he uses the door to to repel her attacks, to repel Furiosa's attacks with the, with the wrench, and then in a great moment of clearly they've you know they've thought through all the details of the reality of these fights. She's using the wrench, and the wrench, the the head of the wrench, actually gets caught in what a wrench is supposed to do. You know, in, in it bites into the it the wrenches door. the door. It wrenches the door. She she uh, you know loses she loses it. Um, well, this is what happens. He, he gets stuck there, and Max kicks the bottom of the door up into her face. Yes. Fli two things once. Hits her in the face, flips the wrench away from her. So it's a very exactly. clever Mad and Max after, move. And after her having used the wrench to knock away the, the bolt cutters. Yes. Um, the, yeah, there, there are a lot of instances in this fight where, where you see a, a decision has to quickly be made. Um, there's, there's one point where, where Max, uh, early on... He, he's, he's about to go for the bolt cutters because he knows like that's you know forefront in his mind he's got to cut this chain, but then he's got to he's got to stop Furiosa yeah. first. Um, and I, I love that you can see the decisions quickly made. And it, again, this is this the George Miller style of filmmaking is that it makes us really identify with the character. It's a very good POV movie this thing because we're constantly understanding what their motivation the motivations again. I said this before and I want to go back to this as a main argument for this movie that to make a complicated in-depth film with resonance and ideology and and a lot of thought put into it the plot has to be very simple to do that you cannot have both a complicated plot and a complicated world you can explicate one of the two i think in a very cohesive way so this movie has a very simple plot yeah. on the surface but it's a very very deep world and because it's a very complicated world with a very simple story all the characters in service of character development, we understand they have very simple motivations in every moment of their of the movie. We know every moment of the movie what Max wants, what Furiosa wants, what Nux wants, and we can track that and it makes us, it forces us as audience members to identify with the characters because we get the motivation and we can track them. Yeah. Very smart. Yeah. I only heard about half of what you were saying because here's what here's here was oh, yeah. here's what was happening in my head. Yeah. I turned to look at the freeze frame on the screen, and it's you know it's this it's the skeleton arm on the yeah. And and I'm like ah oh, that's so that's such a great it's so great. And then I spun off into this I'm gonna do that on my smart car. <laughs> I'm gonna because it's so it'd be so wrong to do You're any right. kind of Mad Max thing on a smart car. Listen, and I was like what would it take to do that on my I could there just get are... some spray paint. I could just I could just spray I could do a stencil. <laughs> I could get a stencil. And then I remembered that we were on a podcast. There are so many reasons I'd be comfortable with you not listening to me. <laughs> Imagining a skeleton stencil on your smart car in service of Mad Max so low fanboy. No, it is not acceptable. Not acceptable. I need you to listen to me most of the time. Okay. Or at least listen to me when, 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 <laughs> when it's important. When it's, well, it wasn't, it wasn't important. but It's, it's super I, important. You know what I love about uh, Nux? That even in this fight, it always seems... <laughs> 
he never seems not fucking happy and jazzed about life. Yeah, you're right. He's you a know, happy for somebody, dude. For somebody who's looking for the, the perfect death, yeah. um, he just seems, he's always, he's always happy. No he's matter the what's happiest going. nihilistic death monger we've ever seen yeah. on screen. Without, without a doubt. Oh, uh, but get, get, so lead so, us back into the plot because then we get to a point where he is legit happy right. in a second. Right. So yeah. he's, he, he, so he gets the, uh, the bullets sort of taken, or not taken away from him, but, but uh, held down by the wives. Right. Um, they go back and forth. There's, a, there's an, these, these, this amazing sort of hand-to-hand stuff that's going on. I wanted to say this, too. Yeah. The door gets used, and also you, you said that they never forget that he's wearing a, basically a trident yep. thing on his face, and which becomes a defense mechanism for him. Yeah. Because which, yeah, saves his ass because she kicks him, him in yeah. the face. Like three times in a row, she kicks her knees him in the face, and this thing protects his face. Right. And uses, at one point she grabs the, the water nozzle. Yep. You know, talk about using all the sort of whatever is there as a, as a weapon. And, and you keep always keeping track of that and going with the details. She grabs the water and she's beating him in the face with it. But he's got that, you know, he's the got the, the, the mask on, which, which saves him. Yeah, it absolutely saves him. And we also, I think for the first time, get that water splatter on the camera effect here. You know, and there's that, that beautiful where it's, where it's in the sand and, and you could see the water still arcing. And it gives this... It's shot so beautifully, it gives a 3D effect without, without having to go 3D on mm-hmm, it. Because mm-hmm. this is a film that doesn't need 3D, that, that there's a 3D version that exists. Never seen as, it. Yeah, it's, you know, it's okay. It's okay. D- the movie does not gain anything with the 3D. Have we learned anything else about the black and white version yet? Is, no. that, is there more news no, about that? I got, you know, I'll leave it to the... That's a, that's a good little segue. I, we'd like to thank this week... We'd like to thank Ian, as usual. Ian, you're a boss. He is a boss. You're, and he you're is... a intellectual maven. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, you know, and maybe one day when we figure out this whole Skype, I want to I want to test the Skype thing so we can maybe get Mark Sexton. Yeah, so tell him what Ian, Ian informed Ian. us of this week. Ian, please uh, the Byron, keep doing this. The whole this. Byron Kennedy really thing. He gave us, us details on the whole the death of Byron Kennedy, right? As you know, as they were preparing for for Thunderdome. But explain what happened because it's super interesting. Uh, yeah, Byron Kennedy. Uh, uh, George Miller's producing partner was in a, a helicopter um, when they were was it scouting or were they just or they, they I was reading his comment or, because or, I don't remember. Yeah, I'd have to I'd have to you know what I'll just you can pull up the comment. I, can I pull up the comment? No, 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 no. comments are okay, fine. I'm not I'm not looking at, uh, um, but uh, so so here's here we'll we'll just read. Yeah. So basically, Ian, thank you for listening. A, B, thanks for chiming in. And if anybody else has information like this, like like we said, we don't research this. We're trying to uh, organically come to some conclusions, and we worry that by researching, we're going to taint our own uh, novice opinions. He which is why taint. we have five. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is why we have five minute uh, digressions of misunderstanding words. Right, uh, like films. fang it. He's it, Ian is still mad at us for. I'm for mad not at myself. I, yeah, uh, you, but you should how be. would you should be. how would we know that? Right, we're not Australian. Anyway. Ian says, hi guys, have to give you clarification correction. When Byron Kennedy died, it was in a helicopter accident in 83, just before Thunderdome was due to go into production. He was piloting and, and he and another person crashed into a dam. Byron was hurt, but swam back to try and rescue the other person in the process, was so injured he couldn't be revived later in the hospital. Wow. Um, you know, Australians are already really badass. Like, there's that story of, you know, Australians all the time, they're like attacked by great white sharks and they're like... It's got him by the leg, and they're just like, ah, and so I gouged out his eyes, and I, you know, punched him in the noise, and noise, and, you know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, all that, and, um, like, I would, I would just, I would just no, I would piss just myself die. and die and yeah. scream. I would like just die man. instantly. Yeah. I'd, I'd die of fear before the shark killed me. Yeah. Uh, uh, I would also like to, uh, let's see, let's, because uh, there was another, uh, Iris was a new, a new contributor, uh, to, to the comments, uh, 
Uh, Iris, Possibly um, Iris. Possibly. Iris. Probably, maybe probably Iris. Not, she said, uh, you mentioned the water crisis and how uh, the states will soon be fighting over water. You should read Paolo Bacigalupi's The Water Knife. Love your podcast. Well, we love you, Iris. Yeah. And believe it or not, um, The Water Knife is, is on my list of books to read already. So yeah. this, this makes me even more excited. And speaking as a big Naomi Klein um, fan, uh, this is something that's very prevalent and prescient in our minds. Actually, I, I have been a vegetarian for 20 years because of the water crisis. That's why really? I it's, it's a, a it was a, It was a climate change uh, uh, preservation of, of, they of say water it can, resources. They say it'll affect so many things. That not, not only, but, but yeah, climate change... Um, uh, both, both for the amount of water it consumes and the the, but, the energy. But that's that, why uh, I became there. a vegetarian. Anyway, yes, great wow. point, great book. You guys should check it out. I think you just made um, me become a vegetarian again. What, guys? We're making progress, and we're not even through I don't know, do you, the first two minutes of this four minute sequence I don't yet. Oh shit, that's, that's oh that's hard. Other side note, I don't yeah. I, I I don't want to proselytize uh, for the vegetarian movement uh, as such on a Mad Max podcast, but right. uh, we can certainly sidebar that, and I'm sure. happy if you're considering it. Okay. Uh, um, since we podcast yeah. last, I went to Cuba. But we talked about. But we do we talk about? But that we yet? talked about Cuba. Okay. Yeah, I forgot then. Yeah. No, no, that's okay. It reminded me that's of the okay. water crisis because I had to drink bottled water there, and it made me sad. Was it? Was it because they they didn't have? I mean, is it like going to Mexico and drinking bottled water? You just didn't want to get sick? Or so it... they say. It's supposedly okay. worse than uh, the lo- the local. Uh, what do they call them? The things in your, the microbes and yeah, things. Right. Not super pleasant. Not super pleasant. But it for, reminded for people me people who aren't used to it. Right. And I had so many bottles of water, which I try to avoid if possible, me and too. it made me, me feel too. like a bad vegetarian and and a bad person in general. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's a little harsher than I would have gone with that. Hey, you know, we're talking aqua cola. <laughs> so back to gasoline. That yeah, I knew you. would. Okay. Uh, no, you please. look like you're ready to. Oh, I'm no, going to launch back into the plot because yeah, we still okay, we have, we're we're still, worked right, our way through the plot, right? right so, which we have to do before we can get to the emotional right. and philosophical resonances of this four minutes. So, right. So he's protected. His face is protected by this thing that he he would love nothing more but to to get off of his face, and he you know tries for for a, a significant portion of this the first part of the film to you know once he's free to get this off his face. Um, but so they're fighting. Uh, finally. Uh, um, uh, Nux, in in a, in a great sort of, uh, which reminds me actually of the. Do you remember the movie Equilibrium? I never saw it. You never saw it. Oh, that's a that's a side. I'm gonna make guys. I'm gonna make him watch Equilibrium. You can tell me if you hate me for that or love me for that. Um, anyway, there's a. Uh, I, I reference a, an, an action moment in this, but so Nux holds up the um, clip. the clip so he can slam it down. They're already so they're already doing this team thing. They're already that's you great. know they've already. You have to, I guess, when you're trying to survive, as soon as you've got an ally, you've got to automatically, the only way they'll get out of this is working together. So he's got the bullets. He, he goes in, he does that whole, you know, getting the first round in in a, in a, in a very, you know, badass just sort of badass way. way. So badass. Um, fire, you know, wastes three bullets to tell her that, that she's going to, yeah. yeah. But I guess, you know, he's got to make his point. I love that point. Yeah. Because I think a lot, every time I watch this, I think about that moment being like, how much of this is movie bravado? And how much this is functional character development. Because everything so far has been both fully functional character development and movie of bravado. I think it makes a lot of sense here. He's amped okay. up. He's, yep. He wants to show her that this thing is fucking loaded. Yep. And he probably should have, he could have done two. Yeah. He does three because three is a little cooler. But yep. this, this guy's been in a big fight. He's got his ass kicked in by a woman with one arm. He's pretty right. pissed about it. He's got half his blood drained into a pale... Weird boy, like a vampire kid. He doesn't right. know what's going on. Right. He's he's pissed off. So he fires three into the into the sand right next to right. her head. Then which, puts which the, calms her down. 
very, very quickly, yeah, and then puts it. the uh, muzzle of the gun up against the back of her head. Right. And just when we think we're getting a break now, the fight is over, what do we hear? The Doof Warrior. In the distance. I love it. Like, there's no... They just cannot get a break. There's no break. They cannot get a break. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as it goes quiet there, you hear the Doof Warrior in the distance. Oh. And so it's like... Again, listen, POV character motivated. We're seeing it through their eyes. It's not like a different movie might have shown us, oh, they're coming up while they're fighting and would have given us a preview. They're getting closer. They're getting closer. Yeah, Yeah. we don't have that. It's all through the POV of the characters that we sense... Okay, we're in the fight, we're in the fight, we're wrapped up in the fight, it's all we hear, it's all we see, it's all we're experiencing. The second they hear it, we hear it. Yeah. And that's such smart filmmaking. Yeah, I think. agreed. Agreed. So now... now this is where Nux like, gets super happy. This is, right, right. <laughs> Nux is super happy because he's like, these are my guys. And we captured is, her, we did it. We captured her, you can ask for anything you want. And then this is where... Um, oh, the uh, feral moments for... Uh, I know we talked about in the, yes. uh, a couple episodes ago... Um, we, uh, uh, which is, you know, a couple of, yeah, so, so the one before the last one, mm. not counting any guest episodes that may come up before this, um, we talked about sort of, uh, Tom Hardy and Mel Gibson and, you know, comparing them and, you know, sort of the feral qualities. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a feral moment in where the, the wives are coming up on, uh, they're trying to help Furiosa and he turns on them and just like growls at them and they all shrink back. Love it's a very... Moment you know, animal moment. Do Here's a question. Yeah. Do you think that's a Tom Hardy or a George Miller thing? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. I would think, I I, <laughs> I think if, if, if George Miller asked him to do that, it's because he already was bringing it. Knew that, that that's what he would was going to bring. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. It makes sense to me. I wonder if it was written in the script, was he pushed him away or something, but Tom Hardy didn't need didn't all that. Didn't need to. Yeah. Um, one thing we, gla- we grazed over a little bit here um, was and I find this to be very interesting, and I think we should waste a little bit of time on it. Do it. Whilst Tom Hardy is, uh, 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 I guess, Tom Hardy gets charged by Shirley's throne at, at some moment, turns around to see her coming, and has a flashback to the little oh, girl. When he's, when he's about to shoot her. That's what it was. Yeah, he's, he's got the gun. You could argue that he's fast enough that he could have taken her out, but what stops him... Is this flashback, this continual flashback he has. This particular one is a little girl we've seen before in the film. It's a flashback he's had before to a little girl about to be run over by a war rig. Um, We don't know who this girl is. We know that he was supposed to save her and failed to do so. We know that it's the driving, haunting motivation for this this version, this incarnation of the Mad Max character. So this is a thing that stymies him and stops him. And I find these flashbacks, where they come in, how they come in this and what great, they say about the character, point. I find them so up. interesting. Like, I, yeah. I, I just, this sequence is exquisite without that moment. And it does yeah. serve to slow him down. It does serve a actual motivation and, and point in the fight. Yeah. Um, but certainly they, they didn't need it. But this is a character moment for Yeah. Do for you Max. feel it represents his inability to, through, through all his survival, you know, instincts and the, and the brutality and his animalistic nature... That he's about to turn a gun on a woman and kill her. I do think that. And it's his conscience or his his guilt or whatever s- slows him down, you know, for just long enough for her to That's take certainly, again. at least the last part of what you said is certainly what the movie is saying. Um, the first part, I, I think, is, again, it's a metaphor, so it, it bears multiple interpretations. But I do think that um, there's something here about about femininity. I think it's mm-hmm. inescapable. I don't know particularly what it's saying, mm-hmm. but I do think that there's a sense of 
he is reluctant to take certain lives. Yeah. And he's not killing a lot of people in this movie so far. He's fighting a lot, certainly. Right. He's not right. killing a lot of people. He could, he would. Right. Um, but when given the opportunity to kill someone point blank with a gun, uh, he flashes back to a woman he was unable, or a child, mm -hmm. I guess I should say. He, he, is, he was unable to save. So, so he's basically Australian post-apocalyptic Batman. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I was talking Yuri for this other podcast. Batmax. Uh, Bat if you ever get a tattoo, can it be Batmax? Yeah, yeah it or will another be. Tattoo? It will be. Um, I, uh, I, I have this other podcast called Does Your Favorite Movie Suck? You guys should subscribe to it. But we just watched Demolition Man uh, on that podcast. I won't spoil it by telling you whether or not it sucks. Um, it sucks. Uh, <laughs> P.S. But uh, it, it is a straight-up Batman ripoff in characterization and tone in a weird way. Oh, wow. I had not even... I'm Not that I'm going to revisit it. That's our recommendation but also. That's, but, but, I, but in listening to your podcast, I will revisit it in that fashion. By the way, Yuri is going to be a guest on our podcast uh, on Tuesday. You guys, you guys heard it first. So you guys should uh, tune in. We'll, we'll promote it on this stream, too. Yuri is going to be our first official guest on Does Your Favorite Movie Suck? And he does not know yet what I the movie is going to be. Is. I'm super excited. He's going to kill it. All right. Um, so we're not even through the so, four minutes. Right, so right. God damn it. The so, yeah, so, so back to his, his sort of animalistic, he, he does the growl thing at them, which is, you know, an exquisite moment that's, you know, less than a second. I mean... This, this movie is so dense. Could you imitate the growl for us? You're a voiceover actor. I, you know, I would have to listen to it again to to get exactly. Just give us close. But it was. But I'll, I'll I'll go as close as I can. It was it was almost just like a, you know, like I a. Love you like, that. You like that? Did that I, made did me I, so happy. It, it scared me. It, yeah. Did I, did I scare you? I you did. You, you re, re, recoiled just like I one of the. I did. Was. It was so good. Yeah. I'm, I, sometimes I'm ap I'm happy when I ask you uh, certain to do certain things. Yeah. So no, he I, growls I, at I, the women. Yeah. He growls at the women. <laughs> they they recoil um, just as I have. Also, slit. We talked about slit. He he does those little like like chirps and like yeah. ah yeah you know, yeah. You know yeah, that's, really it's all like that. it's all. I mean, that's those are the only words you need in this movie. And and if we do get that silent black and white version, they do uh, serve I the would... purpose though. Sure, like, like that's as, that's as effective as language or physicality yeah. here. But then then even when he's not in the middle of the battle, and he's you know he's trying still trying to you know get the upper hand. We've heard the Doof Warrior you know in the distance. We know they're close. Mm -hmm. Um, he he still only speaks in words, like yeah. single words. He's like bolt cutter, you know. I mean, Nux is you know a, a mile a minute, you know. Yeah. He's just yapping away. This is about, great. You know, glory be blood bag. So and shiny, all that. so chrome. Yeah, so, so shiny, so chrome, he's... which we get. Yeah, we get that for, for, the, first for the first time, which you know, I just it's now part of my vocabulary. Yeah, so shiny, so chrome. He sees them approaching. They they do look beautiful. Yeah. In his defense, there's this beautiful uh, armada. Yeah. Carmada. Carmada. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, nailed it! That was good. High five. I think you need a massage for that. Oh. And, and we're, we're back. back. Karmata really Karmata. got me. Karmata. Oh, um, uh, wow. So, so it's all coming. They, yeah, they, they so do look beautiful. And Nux is like, um, uh, this is so shiny, so chrome. I he, he feels so happy about himself right now. Yeah. He's saying to himself, I have captured, I have single-handedly, because uh, I'm sure he's not going to really... Yeah, I'll give the blood back some credit, whatever. But he's the he's the guy here. He's the war boy who captured Furiosa himself and mm. on our uh, sorry un, un alive basically right. not uninjured but uh, alive right. and all of his wives un, yeah. un, un, un unharmed. Like, right. He is right now at this moment in his life. This is he's, the peak of his life. He's the MVP. He right. got yeah. It. He is yeah. The whole team went out to get it. He's the one who scored he's, all the points so in the excited. game. Game winning shot. He's like, uh, he's just so into himself right, right. now. And I, and, I, and I love it. You know, he's, 
he's he's all over the place. He's so excited, and I love just the the look. There's there's a slight little bit in in Max's. He's just trying to keep him grounded. He's like, just listen. I need bolt 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 cutter. You yeah, know, bolt stop bolt, it. bolt cutter. And, it's and, like and chain. Nux Nux just like, ambles over. Right, right. <laughs> anyway, like, anyway, you know, we're we're you know, it's all locked up. We're we're good on this. Right. I'm trying to think of other. It reminds me sort of like the uh, like the Joe Pesci character in in Lethal Weapon oh, yeah. Two, yeah. Lethal Weapon Two, and once it, Mel Gibson, you uh -huh. know, and, uh -huh. and you know uh -huh. he's like a like a little yappy dog, and you know Max is the, it's uh, so good, and he kind of ambles over, cuts the so finally Max gets untethered to right. Nux here, right? Cuts the chain, cuts the blood bloodline, right? Um, and then uh, Tom Hardy takes his jacket back, right? From right. Nux, who's wearing well, his jacket. Well, yeah, Nux says you can have anything you want, yeah, you know. What are you going to ask for? Oh, the Nux doesn't really say what he's going to ask for. No, but he's, he's but he he makes it he makes it clear that they're going to get you know they're going to be rewarded, highly. And yeah, and he's like, what do you want? And he's just that's my jacket, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and then you know the, the 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 comedy you know being there for you know to say well you can ask for more than a jacket. You can ask for more than a jacket. Right. Uh, and then but that's all he that's all he, he exactly. Wants. And then Mad Max kicks him in the stomach. And then right, <laughs> just, so just to shut up, punches. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's he's he's. It, it, he's he's had too much. Um, also, the wives, uh, one of the uh, the splendid, the splendid, uh, the splendid Angarad or mm -hmm. Angarad or I don't know, who knows? Yeah. Who knows how it's pronounced? Um, he, she's only referred to as splendid, splendid, I think. But she's like, well, I'm not going back. I'm not. That, that that's it. You know, we're we're going to the green place. Yeah. That's all that they. That's all that they can see. That's all that they can yeah, live for. And she cool. starts to, to wander off, and Max has to. Well, she's going to the war rig, she's, right? Well, she, yeah, she's going to the she's war rig. She's going back to war because they're going to run away. Max then unloads another, the couple, remainder of a couple, the bullets. Yeah, right? I guess. Well, let's see. Three more shots? Yeah, but no, there's one in the chamber. There's six in the clip, and he fires three at Fury. They're more than, for, for, a gun, for a gun like that, there are eight. more than that. Eight. I, w I would say they're, for, for that gun, you could probably get at least ten in there. Okay. Um, ostensibly even more. Okay, so he fires a couple bullets. So he fires a couple more. And yeah, one, you know, grazing her calf. Yeah, importantly, and this has given a lot of weight right. in the film, that... Yeah. She is, you do not, uh, it's like breaking or scratching the fine china of right. of uh, a super rich guy. And that is why I think, going back to a previous uh, argument that you and I had, that is why I think that her scars are self-inflicted. Uh, I think it means a lot to him that she's perfect, and I think she fucked up her face to, to spite to, him. as a fuck you to him. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's a good argument, actually. So. Just because the, the movie does give so much attention to that, that yeah. wound, that... Yeah. that Mad Max and Flicks. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm swayed by that. That's a good argument. Right. Um, and then Tom Hardy uh, runs past, jumps in the war rig, and takes off. Right. Leaving everyone behind. Yeah. Uh, which, to Knox, is, is okay. He's writhing on the ground from his stomach kick, but uh, well, he he's still there with... Way. Yeah, and, yeah. He's, and he's, he's like, okay, cool. He doesn't have the gun with him anymore. Right. And Furiosa could probably kill him if she yeah. wanted to, but he's still not in terrible shape right now. Um, this is an important moment because it establishes really clearly... Tom Hardy is just in this for himself. Mad Max is trying to get out of here. Doesn't give yeah. a shit about the uh, weird political intrigue and right. steal and, and theft of this world. Or women or, you know, doesn't, at all. Doesn't yeah. want any captives. Yeah. Doesn't want to rape and pillage. Just wants to get out of this right. fucking survive. situation. Back, back to survive. Total again. survival. Yeah. Um, and then Charlie's throw. Pick, pick it up. Pick it up. Yeah, so Charlie's, and, Charlie's and, throw. And this is, yeah, and this is where we, we really uh, establish or... or cement the fact that Charlize is in charge of these women like that you know she is you know in this instance the leader and she also gets to deliver the Mel Gibson line the the echoed Mel Gibson line from Road Warrior which is you know when he says that you want to get out of here you talk to me yeah 
and and she says, "You wanna you wanna get out of this? Pick up your um, stuff. Yeah, pick. Yeah, you, you, you do what I say, or uh, we don't it, whatever, whatever it. it is. But it's it's, <coughs> it's essentially the same line. But yeah. she gets to deliver it in this movie. And we Great. we've we've talked before about how George Milo George George Milo George, George Milo. Milo he's not mellow at all. Uh, but George Miller, how he brings back these recurring images and themes, and and it, it even applies to you know lines of dialogue sometimes yeah. in this case, especially and particularly. Um, and and it also is reminiscent of, um, because you know when uh, Splendid gets you know shot and everything, and, and she says, well, "How does it feel?" You know, she says, "It hurts," and you just like get used to it. You know, that's yeah. and it reminds me of the Gina Davis line from The Long Kiss Goodnight. Uh, when she's talking to her far too young child to say something like this too, she's life is pain, um, but which it, ruined uh, Shane Black's career. Which, uh, did that ruin Shane's Bla Shane Black's career? Which is honest, they, I they can't say. wait to see the good guys and yeah, kiss, kiss bang bang. I mean, I've always loved the guy. I would love to, you know what I would, and don't I don't don't let your face betray this. If this is the movie, does your favorite movie suck? That that I'm that I'm going to get to do. Okay, but um, uh, the last action hero. I would love to revit. You know what? I'm gonna admit something that I don't think I've ever admitted before. Oh my god! Even to myself. Oh my god! I don't think I've ever seen the Last Action Hero. I never have either. Um, I've read so many articles about it, and so many things about it. It was um, the Burger King. Uh, what was the movie? Was, McDonald's was promoting one movie at the same time as that. As, and, as Burger King. And Burger King had Last Action Hero. And McDonald's right. had the far superior movie. I remember. Do you remember what it was? No, but it was like yeah. something like that. Okay. Anyway. In any case, I just read a big Empire Magazine thing on looking back on the Last Action Hero and all the little all, from all the players' standpoints. And oh. anyway, I love Shane Black uh, regardless of any you Did know success or failure. Did he write the Last failure. Action Hero? Yeah. Oh. Well, he was one of many writers on the last. That's not his room. fault, then. Right. Exactly. Anyway, he, I think Long Kiss Goodnight is generally uh, considered one of the things that was a, a detriment to his burgeoning, uh, exploding sure. star. Sure. Plus, he had paid a shit ton of mo money, money for that movie. For that movie, right? And it did not make as much. But but you know, Sam Jackson's great. Gene. I mean, there there is a lot to love about Long Kiss Goodnight. Here is what bugs me about the line that Charlize Theron says. I'm gonna I'm gonna quibble with this a little bit. Do it. Is she the one that says, "Does it hurt?" or "Does how does it feel?" I, th I think so. I she think does, she right? Yeah. I yeah, think yeah, so, too. Yeah. She set, she, so she sets up Splendid to make fun of her, basically. She's like, hey, how's it feel? And she goes, it hurts. Because she got shot by a gun. Of course it fucking right, hurts. Right, right. And then Charlie Storm goes, everything out here hurts. You better get used to it. So it's almost like uh, it's she asks for that in order to chastise her or teach her a lesson or whatever. Well, but and that feels like clunky to me. But I think, it's, I, think, I think it is definitely a teachable moment. I think these women have been cloistered and have forgotten what... What what it's like to have to survive and to, and to suffer pain. But isn't it better? Uh, I put I put this to you, Yuri. Do it. Isn't whatever it, you say is usually better. By the way. Well, that's nice of you to say. But isn't it better if Shelley's throne walks up because Splendid has been pretty stoic about her injury to this point. Right. And what if she comes over and uh, Shelley's throne comes over and Splendid like winces or shows that and she just goes right into the line. Everything out here hurts. You should get used to it. No. Isn't that a better? Yes. It's better, right? Yeah. So why It's that... always better when you can cut down the dialogue and still get it across. Yeah, but opinion. I think it's even stronger. It's yeah. not just cut down. It's like it makes more sense to me because it's weird that Furiosa, who is in a fucking hurry right now. Let's not right. forget. Right. They're being chased by an entire war a karmada of people. Just use it as much as you I can. I want to. I'm super happy. You're not going to be able to always use that word. You should use it as much. No, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to get my get my uh my uses in now. But uh she's in a hurry and she takes time to set up a dumb teachable moment, I just something about that moment right. always always rings bugs me. So it sort of falls to you. Okay, am I wrong? No, I don't think you are. Here's wrong. the thing: sometimes when I say something's not that good, you don't seem convinced by it, but you just seem like you don't want to argue with me. Well, 
Well, here, because you can... Am I wrong and you don't know about, that? about that? You're, you're, you're absolutely not wrong about that. But you're sort of wrong about that in that it's one of those... <laughs> you're absolutely not wrong, again, but a little bit. But a little bit wrong. 100% not 100% wrong, but a little bit not you wrong, are. but maybe 50% not wrong. <laughs> um, the, sometimes it's that I can see where you're coming from, but... And, and I may fully agree with what you're saying. Don't care. Oh, I get it. No, <laughs> you know, okay. That's okay. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like yeah, maybe... It does not take away at all from the joy. No, no, of, no, no, no. Well, yeah. I never, I never mean to imply that the movie's less than less than lovely, but I, but I do think. Oh, what a lovely movie! Oh, what a shiny. Oh, what a chrome movie! Oh, what a film. lovely movie! I do, but I do think like it's okay if we if we point to some things that aren't aren't the best. We go, sure. you know what? This could have been refined a little bit. This this mo- this moment feels clunky. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, when I have tried to do that in the past, and I've dug into it, and I've talked myself out of my own uh, right. criticism. Right. That's happened many times. Yep. So I'm, That's I'm why willing, we do this. I'm willing to be talked out of that criticism, but in this particular moment, I find that line to be a little annoying just because she's in a hurry. Also, it's a little redundant, and it feels like she set her up to be like, you know, do you want right. some milk? Yeah, you don't get any milk. Right. Like that's how it feels to me. It's tough love. Yeah, it's but tough no, love. What a, pick your moments, man. Okay. Pick your pick your battles, Furiosa. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so she knows, of course, <laughs> that Max doesn't know that he's only going to get about fifty feet before yeah. um, the the kill switch um, goes into effect or whatever however kill le- switch works. By the way, we're leading up to another moment I have an issue with. This is exciting. Go on. Okay. Go. Excellent. I can't wait. Okay. So so she's like, you know, pick up your stuff and go. So they all uh, they all grab you know and then of course uh, uh, the the crazy one uh, whose whose name escapes me for now Zoe Kravitz but uh, no um, the the crazy one who was then in uh, oh, the right. Gods of Egypt the hiss one the hiss yeah yeah she kicks the you know in sort of a final yeah. display of uh, of uh, rebellion now on this is the, the moment this off. is the moment I have a problem with so on paper this is a moment I get hundred percent that they are running for their lives from the patriarchy. She takes a moment to kick the symbol of her oppression for the last X number of years since she hit puberty, I'm sure. Right. This thing she's... Uh, was it her chastity belt? It's hers, right? Uh, I want to say it was Splendid's that they were cutting off. But I may, I may be wrong. Splendid's pregnant. She doesn't need to have a chastity belt. Does, she can still get raped. But then she already has a baby in her. I don't think so, it was hers. Okay, I mean, maybe anyway. I'm wrong. I'm prepared no, to be wrong. You may be right. You may be right. Let's say for the sake of argument that it's hers because it's it makes this moment better. But okay. um, so this this symbol of her own oppression for the last X number of years, she takes a second to kick it and spit on it. Right. And I think that's on paper great. I mean, right. the fact that she takes that time in the midst of a chaotic moment to do that is really mm-hmm. really lovely. Um, is that a Nicolas Cage screensaver on your phone? Maybe. Okay. Sorry, I just saw that. That is absurd and lovely. Um, I just think that it's an awkward moment because it's a pretty shitty kick that she gives it. And I don't know how you kick that very well, but if, if, if your basis of all kicks is rated on zero to Aragorn in Lord of the Rings kicking the helmet, breaking his foot and falling to the ground, that's okay. the best kick, I would right. say, okay. of, of an inanimate object on the ground. Right. You right. know the moment I'm talking yep. about. This is a shitty kick. And I just feel like it doesn't, the, the resonance of the moment doesn't land for me because I just, every time I see it, I go, that was a dumb because, kick. Because it feels just like a petulant child more than like an empowered warrior woman. Yes, it does feel like a, pet, exactly right. It feels like a petulant child. Also, it feels a little bit like I can see a movie getting made because it, the moment, on, this is the, one of the only moments in the movie, I think, where the moment on the page, to me, plays stronger than the moment mm-hmm. on the screen. Okay, doesn't bother me. 
No, but do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. all I hope for. Yeah. Like, I feel like. like do, do you suspect that maybe there were like four takes of that kick yeah. and he didn't pick the right one? No, I bet they're, I wonder if they're rushed for time. I wonder if they're rushed for time. Yeah. Uh, it's a fairly complicated shot. There's the background is the war rig moving. It's a hard, it's a hard shot to reset. Right. Everyone's running off and doing that sort of thing. So I don't imagine they had a lot of time to do that shot. I just think it's not a great performance. Okay. Uh, but again, the moment is correct. The writing is correct. Everything about the shot is correct. It just feels like they didn't quite get the kick they wanted, which is no one's fault. Right. But it's one of those things that bumps me. And in a normal in a normal movie, this I would never even mention that because there would be a lot of things that bothered me. Sure. I'm looking for things that bother me, just right. to be yeah, fair I, I love to the that, listener. That's I love that when we come up with something that we don't think is 100% or that, you it's know. It's hard to do. We didn't I'm like, trying. Is, yeah, it's so, is so, it's only poignant because there are so few. Yeah, I'm working hard. I'm yeah. working hard. I need you to I need you to be more nitpicky so I don't feel like <sighs> I'm such a okay, jerk. Okay, I'll try to come up with something. Not necessarily for this four minutes, but if you can, that'd be great. I feel right. a little uh, a little like like you're the yeah like you're the Statler yeah. and Waldorf like old man. Okay, okay. She didn't kick. She didn't kick the she belt very good. <laughs> Get off my lawn <laughs> with your chastity belt, you little jerk. Kicking, <laughs> kick it again. Anyway, if you guys listen, but listeners, if you watch that, I challenge you to say that that is a good kick. It's a right. very bad kick. Right. So anyway, okay. so then, I'll try to come up with something. All right. So then, uh, uh, so, so they catch up with Max. They take off running. Max, uh, the the war rig dies. He's right. obviously is, a little uh, upset by this. Yeah. Well, he's like a caged animal again. All of a sudden, he's like, God. "Oh shit, what the?" F-? You know, he, he's looking around. He's like, "Ah." Yeah. Um, but then, of course, he you know he gets what's happening. He figures it out. Um, she runs up. In, in another great sort of character, you know, little moment, beat, detail, whatever. She she walks up the the one weapon that she sort of has she throws down immediately mm-hmm. as she gets up to the door not I think to show him that she's not a threat but because she knows she's in control now because she's the only one who can make the truck go again. you're so right I it's it, I love that moment and too. she immediately she and goes she first takes she takes her, her arm back yeah and she takes her arm back just hanging off the door which yeah. you know yeah it's you great. don't want to lose something like that yeah and it's great too again going back to the the way, way we started this episode. Um, when they have singular, clear motivations, you don't need dialogue, and you identify with, 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 with the characters. So we know, at this point, that Max knows he needs her. Right. And we understand all the subtle stuff now. We know why she throws this down. We know why she takes her time. She's not rushing after him. She, right. This is a pretty nonchalant. She's taking her time a little bit and doing this thing. Um, gets, it, takes, it takes a moment to take her arm back. Yep. Right. Um, and, and basically says, there's kill switches, there's codes. I'm the only one who knows them. And right. that's it. it and now, and this is a great moment because this is the first moment where it becomes a buddy comedy in a way. Like right. they're now a team. <laughs> right. They right. hate each other. They've just beat the shit out of each other literally two right. minutes ago in the movie. And they absolutely need each other. And they absolutely need each other. That's the way it's gonna. This work. is this is this is good. This is good. This is good timing. Is is that uh, is that is that our guest? We have a guest coming in. Is that our guest? It is your guest. Hey, Excellent. we're finishing up. Well, we're this just episode. we're just finishing this up. So, so sit tight, grab grab a seat, and uh, we'll 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 finish this one out, and then we'll we have a right second guest. One. It's all coming in. Um, so 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 yeah. So that's that's perfect timing. That's because this is this is the end of this sequence. Yeah, we're gonna launch um, in. We're gonna do next next week's episode. Uh, we're right. we're gonna record it in, in a moment. Right, right. Um, but anyway, the last shot of this is a befuddled looking uh, Tom Hardy with uh, Furiosa's phantom arm pointing the way to Valhalla. Uh, etched on the side of the war rig, and it's a beautiful closing shot. We're very happy. You know, we didn't get to talk about Yuri. I know we have to close up here. We're wrapping up uh, time-wise. Was 
I wanted to delve more into, we, we don't have to do it now, we can do it with our guests. Put a pin in it. Uh, we can put a pin in it, I'll forget. Um, <laughs> you, guys, you guys can remind us. Yeah, it's just, it's just the sense of Nux's spiritual wonder here, and the sense that he has pleased his conduit to God, that he is feeling, this is the only point in the movie where, where we really see him at genuine peace with himself, and I th it's a lovely thing to think about because it's about 15 seconds he gets to be genuinely right. happy. I would argue up until the end of the film, the happiest he's ever been in his life is that he's 15 right seconds until yeah. his blood bag kicks him in the stomach and runs away right. <laughs> with, his, with his jacket. Right. But like that's, that is, there's something about the, the spiritual, emotional, uh, and psychological satisfaction of pleasing your God that is, it's, and you can see him taking it in. Yeah. This is, what a beautiful moment. Oh, so shiny and chrome, yeah. we can ask for. He's, you know what, his, in his head he's going through, what am I gonna ask for? I wish, I wish we knew. It's great. I mean, I mean it's probably just to, fucking go to get escorted to Valhalla and probably lose his virginity. Right, right. That's what we'd all ask for at those moments. It, it, Eternal it, satisfaction really... and, uh, and go, access to heaven, and then also a nice BJ or something. Right. <laughs> Anyway, uh, on, that, on that note, I feel like I've pleased my God today. My God being you, Travis and my Sintel. God being Yuri Lowenthal. My name is Travis Sintel. My name is Yuri Lowenthal, and you are awaited. Hey.